The GovX Show is supported by Forrester, helping government organisations perform at their best. Visit forrester.com to learn more. Hi, welcome to another episode of The GovX Show. I'm Tim Coulthard, Community Director here at GovX Digital. And today my guest is Luke Morton, who's Chief Technology Officer for our friends at Maytech. He's worked on multiple transformation projects with local authorities and central government agencies in the UK. And we're gonna be talking today around accelerating delivery. What does it really mean? How can we get better at it? And what are the benefits? It's one of those phrases that gets used a lot, but we're going to try and unpack what its real meaning is and how you and your organization can benefit from a more accelerative approach. I'll be along at the end to share some information around the accelerating delivery panel discussion that's happening at GovX Digital that Luke's going to be taking part in. But in the meantime, here we go. Here's Luke. So Luke, welcome to the GovX show. Great to have you here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Um, we're excited to be working with Maytech again because um, we know you guys are doing some great work with the public sector uh, and really interested in exploring mm. some of that, some of what you're seeing and hearing in terms of the work you're doing with mm. different organisations uh, around the UK because you know you're you're in that position of of hearing on the front line what's going on. Um, so. We're going to have an interesting conversation today, partly around the idea of sort of accelerated delivery, because that's one of the um, event sessions that you're going to be taking part, part in soon enough. Um, but before we get into that, tell us a bit about you and your role and, and what you're doing with Baytech and your background. Cool. Yeah, no, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks again, again for having me. Really excited to be part of GovX. Um, so uh, I'm a software engineer by background. Um, in fact, actually, I was lucky enough to, to have a computer in my bedroom. So from uh, like I was building HTML and CSS from uh, back in school days uh, and, and learning the ropes back then. And so kind of I've always been a digital kind of native in that in that sense. Yeah. And so um, through my career, I've kind of worked for ISPs, building kind of digital services in and around that space, like content platforms, e-commerce, and working in the startup world. Um, in terms of my journey with Made Tech, I actually joined seven years ago now, um, just over. Back then when I joined, we were six people. Uh, you know, we were all software engineers. I joined as a software engineer. Uh, even Rory, our CEO, was still coding at that time. So, you know, it was uh, real, real all kind of startup days. Yeah. All hands on deck. Clean the toilets if you need, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not, not, nothing, uh, yeah, not, nothing beyond kind of the scope of our role. And so... You know, seven years later, we've got four offices around the UK and growing 200 plus staff. Um, you know, uh, that growth has I've played many different roles through in the business through that from kind of leading from a technical perspective to leading full delivery, uh, you know, leading whole accounts and clients and building those relationships. Um, and now uh, focusing um, my, my role more around kind of uh, how we are helping the public sector and making sure our mission is, is being being delivered on really. And so just to give a bit of detail on what, what that means, I mean, it's all about shaping our, our, our propositions and our capabilities and evolving those. So like I say, we came from a software engineering background and delivery focus. We've kind of broadened that out these days to include, you know, legacy modernization, user-centered design, um, uh, and bringing in various skill sets around data science and data and, and really building that out. And that's what really excites me, right? Just bringing together new skills uh, and, and, and kind of adapting what we do 
and, and kind of we've really managed to build a purpose at Made Tech around supporting the public sector to effectively use technology to better society. And, and so all of our all of our propositions and capabilities are built around that, that purpose and mission. So I get to play in that space all day long and I love it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've been on your career journey is a bit like the journey that let's say digital teams themselves have been on which is going from being very technical quite sort of you yeah. know focused upon the code and that sort of stuff through to it being much more about an enabler working with people mm. working with teams helping to drive that change not just in terms of you know the the noughts and ones behind the scenes but the actual sort of you know embedding it in a co organizational culture and all that kind of exciting stuff so absolutely yeah so tell me a bit we, we've been we've been talking a while about acceleration it's a sort of mm. word that people drop relentlessly yeah we're, we're accelerating we're transforming uh and, and it sounds good but i'm, I'm curious for you and, and your colleagues when we're talking about accelerating delivery and so on what, what does that mean to you and and what should a, another organization in the public sector think about it when they're thinking about it as well Mm. Well, uh, I, I'd actually take it back to some of the early days of Made Tech just to set the scene a little bit uh, and not to get too too uh, kind of emotional about it, but I, I really love kind of where we started and where we came from. Um, and, you know, back then, actually, we were focused on startups. We weren't working with the public sector seven years ago. We were helping startups launch their first product into the market. And that was all about how do we quickly get something out into the market? How do we test our assumptions early, uh, minimize waste in that delivery? process, uh, deliver something into the hands of real users as, as quickly as possible and learn from that. And so in, in that way, you know, startups, have, they've got short runways in the early days, they've not got the luxury of time. And so that necessitates an accelerated delivery. And so that's kind of in the DNA of, 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 of Made Tech, myself and my, my background as well. And so it's kind of a, it, it's all part of the methodology in, 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 in a sense. And so you know, four, four or so years ago, we start working with uh, uh, GDS and with Hackney Council and Ministry of Justice. Um, and we, we found the same kind of needs around needing to deliver value uh, and supporting new digital, new, newly formed digital teams to do the same. And, you know, uh, we, we, we eventually pivoted our whole business model and purpose, like I said, around the public sector. And we're much more purpose driven these days. And, and everyone joins Made Tech for, to be part of that now. Yeah. And so, like coming to just accelerated delivery, like why is that? I mean, I'd reframe it a little. Why is it necessary in, in, in the public sector? Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I think there's so much waste in delivery and, uh, and needing to drive towards value quicker. And, and, and I can see frustrations around uh, the inability to be able to deliver within the constraints of, of legacy and, and, and not having the right skills in organisations. And I think accelerated delivery really is about uh, how do we learn faster? How do we, how do we deliver in smaller increments to build knowledge, to build confidence? And confidence is a key one. And I, it's, it's really important that, that, that we're, we're kind of getting out of this fearful mindset and we're, we're okay to fail and, 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 and deliver and, and learn from that. And I think 
you know, uh, like I, I actually said this in my uh, 15 uh, minute uh, uh, video that you asked me to record um, that like in some ways we're helping the public sector act more like a tech startup, right? <laughs> it's, uh, it, I don't think you can uh, get hundreds year old organizations to be tech startups. It's not that, but there is so much to le be, be learned, uh, to learn from, you know, uh, these organizations who, who have to learn and adapt. Uh, and I think our citizens and, and taxpayers deserve leaner delivery uh, at lower costs and, and uh, focus more on user value for users and, and better outcomes for citizens. Um, that's, 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 the, that's, that's what Accelerate Delivery is about for me anyway. That's brilliant. It's, it's really good to hear you sort of, you know, sketch that out because I think it, it demystifies what it's really about. And, and also the why, you know, it says, mm. oh, well, what, are we going faster for the sake of it? No, we're doing it to drive value. So it's great to hear that, hear that that's what's sort of coming behind it. Um, so let's, let's look at, let's take a, a fictional, you know, local authority and they're, and they're saying, yeah, we want to, we want some of this acceleration. We, we want to behave in this way. We want to learn the best sort of behaviors and cultural pieces from, from startup world, let's say. So for you, where can they make progress, whether that's the sort of first steps or the quick wins before the longer term, you know, cultural piece follows along? Yeah, no, I, I think absolutely. And it comes back to it does come back to a bit of a cultural piece and, and, and actually enabling uh, uh, opportunities to um, take small steps to deliver small pieces. You know, like I often see people beginning a, a digital journey or, an, you know, a, a journey to transform uh, the way that technology has been delivered in an organization. And it will start with, uh, you know, big upfront kind of platforms or, or design org design and things like this but really you just need to be able to uh, provide a, a safe environment for a set of bringing together a multidisciplinary team, giving them just a goal that they can deliver in six weeks, whether that's, you know, COVID's provided some excellent opportunities around this, like to, we, we, we've worked with some uh, local authorities to deliver just simple forms for, for businesses to apply for loans. And, and actually those things were delivered in two, three weeks of worth of development. And so, you know, there are very simple kind of digital services that you could potentially first tackle. And, and all you need to do is get out of the way of a team. <laughs> you need to get that team formed and make sure they've got enough skills to go all the way through to live without without needing to rely on another team uh, just give them that safety even if they're not 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 kind of releasing any software on on existing infrastructure and they just use you know wk pass and just uh, just experiment get uh, and allow them to focus on allow That's them to Alexa. focus on Sorry, right. <laughs> hello Alexa. disruptive technology <laughs> absolutely but you know like you get out of the way of the teams you know uh, enable a team to kind of build some confidence you don't have to get the whole organization doing it just start small build confidence showcase build that build awareness of what you're doing um i mean there's lots more broader structural things that need to get put in place over time but um getting that early early wins and early confidence is key i think yeah so that's that's a good place to start and i'm interested what's what's going on in the world right now i guess is, is always the interesting question particularly in the public sector um the range of organizations you're working with are there certain kinds of projects that come up again and again or is it quite broad in terms of what's going on out there 
Well, look, I think there is a, you know, uh, many public sector organisations are thinking digital now and, and, and developing digital services to enable, whether it's uh, citizens across the UK, patients within healthcare or, or you know, uh, residents and businesses in, 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 in local, um, all focused on uh, this new digital world. But I often think that that's the that's the easy space. Well, it's not easy, uh, but that is relatively easy in the sense that uh, that's the. It's, I, I see this like an iceberg. The the new digital services, the the bit above the water that you see. But uh, anyone who's, who's worked in public sector organisations knows. Uh, 80%, 90% of, of the country still running on legacy tech. And so, you know, it's maybe not what I'm seeing, but what I think I should be seeing. And that is actually trying to take more digital ways of working to tackling legacy IT and, 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 and tra transforming the way that uh, existing technology is managed to be more user-centered and bring in some of the stuff that we're seeing being innovated in the digital space and, and, and really starting to uh, tackle that, that 80, 90% uh, beneath the water I think um, that's where the real transformation is and I think we've seen a few examples of organizations uh, beginning that journey or have been on that journey for a little while but many more organizations are yet to to take that step forward and so yeah, this this merging of digital and IT into uh, there's so much that both sides can learn from each other and bringing those those together um, is, is, is the critical space at the moment. And I think uh, until you start tackling um, that the majority of, of, of what the public sector is running on right now, um, you're only going to it's only going to be superficial change. So uh, maybe not what I'm, I'm seeing everywhere. I'm seeing more and more of it. Um, but I think that's the place that's, that's really transformative. Brilliant. And what what's good look like in this? Uh, are, there, are there any examples of sort of you know, mm. innovative use of tech where it's helping that acceleration? It's helping to deliver better outcomes to citizens that you've seen and think, yeah, I like that. That's that's something that we should be doing, you know, more widely across the public sector. Mm. Yeah, I've got a couple of examples. So um, we've been working in and around the Prisons Technology Transformation Programme with the Ministry of Justice. And um, in that space, um, it, it's a it's a programme that's largely hardware and IT about uh, across the prisons uh, across the UK. How can we actually transform uh, the way technology is deployed in, in prisons? And actually, so for the first time, this is one of the first kind of IT technical projects that are actually adopting new digital ways of working, agile program delivery, and an outcomes focus on user needs. And actually, this is, that's, this is to my previous point, this is, the, this is the place where real innovation comes when we start bringing these worlds together and actually focused on uh, how can we uh, rehabilitate prisoners, get them back into society, and how can we use technology in prisons to, to, to foster learning. And, and, and uh, I, I think that's a hugely beneficial thing for society and 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 that is coming from this merging of kind of it and digital and transformation there so and and there are other organizations public sector organizations ministry of justice did merge technology and digital uh, a while ago now but we're starting to see a similar thing at department for education and so there's lots of organizations that are starting to tackle this and and that is really inspiring to see some of the early successes there uh, so that's what i'm watching closely um but also uh, uh and a slight humble brag here um we uh, through covid one of the things i was lucky enough to, to work on 
uh, with a team was building a virtual visiting service. So this is like a, a digital service that connected patients on wards who weren't able to see loved ones uh, with uh, with loved ones over a video call. And, you know, there's a lot of software out there that was focused on, uh, you know, uh, enterprise software. You kind of have to fill out a huge load of forms to like to just get onto a call. What we did is just use a little bit of the NHS design system, um, use a little bit of a video call, a third party video calling service, um, and, and all it enabled uh, ward staff to do was effectively book in calls between loved ones and patients and, and manage that process. We built that over 48 hours and had it tested on wards the next week with doctors initially and then with first patient calls within a week of building that. And that is uh, a, an example of accelerated delivery where the, the solution okay, we didn't go through a formal discovery and alpha process like uh, GDS spouses, but actually the solution hypothesis we ran with was cheap enough to build and test in a live environment that we could uh, throw it away if needs be, but, but build it if not. And so like having a bit more, uh, you know, uh, confidence to try things like that. And, 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 and it's been massively successful. We worked with London Northwest and, and Kettering General Hospitals to roll that out and we're, we're in the, the tens of thousands of calls now between patients and loved ones. And, and that's just like, that's where we could just do something very quickly, release yeah. it and such a big impact. Right. Yeah. I mean, that sense of achievement, like you said, of mm. going back to the sort of the, the, the purpose driven activity and, and feeling like you're making a difference at a time of crisis to be able to stand that up so fast. That, that's a real there's a buzz for everybody involved and then you, you can see it in action you can see the impact which is brilliant so rewarding yeah yeah um i'm interested in i guess where the challenges are in this i think what we hear is there's lots of good intent out there there's a lot of ambition no nobody ever sets out to deliver poorer outcomes for their citizens everyone wants to improve stuff Absolutely. but there are always things that, that can hold us back parking the idea of budget because probably you know <laughs> It is what it is. Everybody's kind of going to be under the same constraints in the coming years for obvious reasons. What are the, what are the challenges that you see in public sector organisations that, that, that are slowing them down? And, and maybe then how do you think they can overcome them? Yeah, I, I mean, a, a common one that we're hearing more and more is frustrations from, from leadership that, that, that teams are stagnating or blocked by delivery. And, and actually, what's really what's really causing that? What what is uh, um, uh, making teams feel ineffective? And I think I think this is often uh, it's a it's a it's, it's a miscommunication, a lack of communication um, uh, between uh, being able to set teams up to to be successful in the first place. I, I mentioned this previously that you know it's about getting out the way teams getting them focused on outcomes not not focusing them on outputs and you know uh, a lot of the time I, I i kind of um get to understand the delivery process practices of an organization and i can see that there's a lot of focus on you know measuring story points and output and and having the right processes in place between uh, deploying and 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 that ends up meaning that you know releases are happening on a piece of digital service like once a month or once every three months instead of uh, ideally every day right and like when red tape gets in the way uh, and then you've got leadership who are angry like almost angry at the team's not delivering but it's the red 
take and that, that that structural stuff that's getting in the way and the lack of trust there uh often i think people just need to go on a bit of a maybe a team building exercise or get some of the leadership members joining the it out. Team. Yes. So, yeah yeah or, or, or just getting involved or in the it work out. itself or yeah. definitely well as soon as we can hug it out yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> absolutely but also like this is about skills and 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 and, and having the right people like the right skills in teams and and i do hear a lot uh, about an inability to hire quick enough and and build the right skills i guess made tech's trying to help a little bit in that space where we can kind of plug a gap um in, in teams like uh, engineers can join teams and and start uh, effectively help establish a, a, a new type of culture but then quickly step back as we hire permanent staff and and support that i think like i think that's really the that's a tough thing if you're asking organizations who don't have the internal knowledge uh, around this delivery then you do need to start to look for for some support and have the right skills and and often you know it's it's not just a case of hiring people with specific skills anymore it's a case of hiring learners who are willing to learn and adapt yeah. because technology is changing at such a rapid pace it's not about like hiring for a specific by the time you've written out all of that criteria got it for your hr process and it's got the job ad out the text changed right so uh, like in a lot of ways it's about le learning to think differently about the skill skills and building workforce and so that, that that's another challenge that yeah. I, I see it's really interesting um you mentioned that sort of you know the red tape and the bureaucracy mm. we've seen lots of examples where you know covid forced and then allowed teams to move at greater pace you know mm. some of those restrictions are eased because of the, the depth of the crisis and, the, and just the need to get the results quicker do you think that some of that cultural change that appetite for risk might stick around after covid i mean it's possible that now the, the case has been proved that the world doesn't fall apart if you do things a bit quicker if you make risky make riskier decisions you try things that don't work you know nobody dies in terms of internal politics and stuff do you think it might be a, a longer term cultural change that we see uh, i'm optimistic um <laughs> I, I i think i think actually like uh, this point about building confidence and, and letting go of some of the fear i think we've all gone through the, some of those uh, on a personal level gone through those that those motions as well as as teams and organizations and so i hope that's built up a built up a bit of an internal strength in everyone individually but also organizations too um i hope most have at least found some good to come out of all these hard times um i, I really do um and I, I, I also just I, I get the sense that uh, people ain't going to take it. Uh, <laughs> there'll be revolutions uh, uh, if, if, if we start going backwards from this point. Like think about the work life, some of the work life balance stuff that it can can help create. And um, like I, I've realized, yes, I need a social interaction. I, 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 I do need a bit of that, but I probably only need it one day a week, to be fair. And and so that's a new new thing for me. And 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 uh, like, uh, yeah, I I certainly uh, would would expect people to to kind of not want to just travel backwards. Um, so I, I'm optimistic, hopeful. Um, yeah, good stuff. It's good to hear. So as we're we're counting down to um, to the GovX Digital Conference, which is coming up pretty soon, um, and you're going to be taking part in the session on uh, accelerating delivery, which which is obviously something that's close to your heart, and you've got lots of experience there. So. 
curious to find out from you, what are you looking forward to sharing with our audience and your fellow panelists? And then maybe also what, what are you looking for, look to hear in, in exchange? Mm. I, I, I think actually it's about generating kind of uh, that confidence and, and, and driving that from kind of passion and purpose. I think, but like you mentioned, like we're all hopefully in this to deliver better outcomes for citizens to, to, to uh, put our, put our skills to, to great use. And so um, I, I'm really interested in the conversation about how we can uh, find new, new purpose and, and, and change in terms of our, our confidence in the way that we can organize our teams and, and how we can approach delivery um, and, 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 and kind of taking an outcomes focused on that and but outcomes really is for me it bubbles all the way up to purpose and I do talk about this a lot both in how we've organized made tech as a business but I think it's like we need shared purpose between suppliers and 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 the public sector we need we need uh, teams to understand what their purpose their their raison d'etre the 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 uh the outcomes that they're seeking and 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 not not just expecting teams to be focused on outputs and and just you know churning out you know code or design or whatever this is we're all working for towards outcomes here we've all got a shared purpose and it's about uh, being able to talk about that being able to build confidence in that and i think i think that's that's something that covid's given us more focus on and and i think uh, it's about really harnessing that and, and taking that forward and not not taking a step backwards so uh, i'm looking to kind of engage in those conversations and and to hear how other people are kind of approaching this and uh, just to get pumped up and excited and, and, and taking us forward uh, uh, as we come out of uh, these these hard times we've been in great stuff well we can't wait to host you it's going to be a great session and a great a great event over two weeks so um it's been a it's been a brilliant conversation great to hear your passion for an excitement for the public sector and how digital and technology can can really transform outcomes which is what it's all about so luke i just want to say thanks so much for joining me it's been a brilliant conversation thanks tim yeah really appreciate it thanks so thank you again to luke for joining me for that conversation great to hear his passion for the public sector and how accelerating delivery is possible with the right approach the right skills and the right culture as I said at the beginning, there's a session dedicated to the idea of accelerating delivery happening at the GovX digital event. Uh, Luke's joining a panel that also includes Anthony Collard from HMRC, Dan West from the Department of Health in Northern Ireland, and Daniel Wintercross from the Department of Health and Social Care. It's a session that's gonna be packed with practical examples and insights from people that are making change happen, so one not to be missed. To join, all you have to do is register via the link in the show notes below and join us on the session at 3.30pm on the 13th of May. That's all from me. Uh, we'll be back soon with another conversation with a public sector change maker. But until then, goodbye. <laughs>